0: Welcome in, everyone. Happy Football Friday. Just me again today. But it is Senior Bowl weekend, Pro Bowl weekend. Everything going on this weekend, except for games that count. Uh, NHL All-Star weekend as well, so uh, that's cool. But uh, got some stuff to talk about, you know. Got a lot of... A lot of news going on in the NFL here, hirings, an interview season for a lot of the league uh, or a portion of the league, anyways, I should say, but, you know, we'll we'll get through it. Got one more game next weekend, so that'll be a big show. Um, Let's get started here. So, NCAA News got two things here. Uh, Oklahoma quarterback Caleb Williams has decided where he is transferring. It is with his. It is to his former head coach Lincoln Riley at USC. Um, yes, so Caleb Williams will replace Keaton Slovis, who went to Pitt um, at USC. We'll see how the uh, dynamic duo worked there in Southern Cal. Also, NCAA News, Michigan head coach Jim Harbaugh, interviewed with the Vikings, um, was potentially in play with the Raiders as well. Uh, But he has told Michigan that he is going to be a Wolverine um, and that he will not be pursuing uh, the NFL in the future. We'll see. We'll see if he changes his mind down the line. Uh, but NFL news Packers. <laughs> they fired their special teams coordinator, Maurice Drayton. Uh, no surprise there. Absolutely dreadful the last two years. Ranking last in special teams DVOA, I believe. Um, and obviously, everyone saw the conundrum that happened. Uh, the self implosion of the special teams units that lost them the game against the 49ers in the divisional round. The Jags, they are, uh, they interviewed former Vikings GM Rick Spielman for a front office role. Not exactly sure what role that will be, but, um, uh, Interesting situation there, which we'll talk about more in a little bit. Their new head coach. Uh, but GM interviews, looking at the Steelers, GM spot. Um, Kevin Colbert retiring after the draft. So they are interviewing GM candidates right now. Titans Vice President of Player Personnel Ryan Calden, Colts Assistant GM Ed Dodds, and Chargers Director of Player Personnel JoJo Wooden all highly, highly respected names um, and helping those three teams have successful seasons the last couple of years. Head coaching news, uh, the Vikings, they have their new head coach. It will be Rams offensive coordinator uh, Kevin O'Connell. He will be hired by them after the Super Bowl. Uh, So they're waiting on him to finish that. And then he will become the next Vikings head coach. Just another branch off the Sean McVay tree, like Zach Taylor was, uh, in the same game. Uh, The Jags, as I foreshadowed previously, Uh, They have their new head coach. It is former Eagles head coach Doug Peterson, Super Bowl 52 champion uh, with the Eagles in 2017. Uh, Really, really solid hire for Jacksonville. I think they wanted someone with experience. He brings a championship mentality there. Soured a little bit at the end uh, with the whole Carson Wentz situation and Jalen Hurts, but Uh, Trevor Lawrence seems to like him, so we'll have to wait and see um, how that goes for the Jags. But back to Rick Spielman, the interesting thing about that interview is that potentially there is a way that Trent Baalke, the current GM, could get pushed out for Rick Spielman. Um, But we'll have to wait and see how that works if they hire Spielman um, and Balky stays or goes. So. Uh, as far as head coach interviews, just one name added uh, to the Saints list. It is Chiefs offensive coordinator Eric Bieniemy. Haven't really heard much about him. He interviewed with the Broncos, um, and I believe that's the only other interview he's got in this cycle. Um, so that would be intriguing. I still think Dennis Allen is going to get it like many people do, but um, that is a wait-and-see process as well. Uh, Coordinator news. The Broncos, they hired Packers tight ends coach Justin Alton as their offensive coordinator. They also brought in former Vikings offensive coordinator Clint Kubiak as their quarterback's coach to mentor Drew Locke, Teddy Bridgewater, or whoever is going to be the Broncos quarterback next season. Uh, Alton I think it's just another another Packer going to Denver with Nathaniel Hackett. It's, it's a very uh, inviting spot for Aaron Rodgers now with two Packers coaches in Denver. Uh, the Bills. They promoted quarterbacks coach Ken Dorsey to offensive coordinator as expected uh, with Brian Dayball leaving. And then... In Ken Dorsey's place they hired former Panthers offense coordinator Joe Brady as the quarterback's coach for Josh Allen. Uh I I like the like the hires. I I mean Joe Brady didn't work out in Carolina, but you know, Buffalo is a lot different and I think the culture in Buffalo is, is something that is different than what Carolina offers right now. The Bears, they hired uh, Colts safeties coach Alan Williams as their defense coordinator. Again, uh, the the head coach, position coach, you know, bringing him along as Matt Iberflus has done with Alan Williams to Chicago. The Giants, uh, Brian Dayball has his offensive coordinator. It is Chiefs quarterback coach Mike Ka- uh, Kafka. Um. He's been getting a lot of love the last couple of years for his work with Patrick Mahomes uh, in Kansas City under Andy Reid, former player for Andy Reid with the Eagles, and uh, now gets to run his offense uh, for with the Bills. Or with the Giants, I mean. Uh, Seahawks, they have a new defense coordinator after firing Ken Newton Jr. earlier, Ken Norton Jr., um, Earlier this offseason, uh, they promoted defensive line coach slash assistant head coach Clint Hurt to be their new D.C. Uh, good luck, Clint. Uh, there's a lot of holes on the Seahawks defense right now. Um, and then the Chiefs, they hired former Jaguars defensive coordinator Joe Cullen as their new defensive line coach. So good for Colin landing on his feet there in Kansas City. Uh, coordinator interviews here, talking about the Raiders' defensive coordinator spots. Uh, they interviewed former Bears defensive coordinator Sean Desai and Giants defensive coordinator Patrick Graham again. Patrick Graham's got a choice. Does he stay in New York with Brian Dayball uh, or, you know, he can has opportunity with the Raiders? You know, he interviewed for a couple of head coaching jobs Uh with the Vikings and whatnot. So he has options out there. Um, for the Raiders' offensive coordinator spot, uh, they interviewed Browns tight ends coach Drew Petzing. So McDaniels uh, trying to get his staff together in Vegas. Uh, the Denver Broncos, they are up for sale. Uh, the court finally settling everything. Um pronouncing that the team is indeed for sale. And uh, we are waiting to see who is going to come to the forefront and be the new owner of the Denver Broncos. It's interesting time for it to be for sale considering they just hired Nathaniel Hackett. You know, he's getting his staff together and everything. So, uh, Big, big news this week. It was the blockbuster... In the middle of the week, former Dolphins head coach Brian Flores is suing the the NFL, the New York Giants, the Miami Dolphins, and the Denver Broncos for racism in hiring practices. Um, had a essentially sham interview that he said uh, two years ago in twenty nineteen with the Denver Broncos. Uh, that was before he was hired by the Dolphins, and. You know, a part of that interview, apparently Broncos brass showed up an hour late. Uh, They were still considerably hungover and or drunk from the night before. Uh, So that was one thing with the Broncos. Uh, With the Dolphins aspect of that, uh, owner Steven Ross was apparently paying or offering to pay Brian Flores one hundred thousand uh, dollars per loss for uh, the last or this season, I believe it was. I, I believe it was just this season. Uh, after they started out zero and seven, and then carried it up, got back to nine and eight. So, and then for the Giants part of that, there's a text. That was floated out there. Bill Belt from Bill Belichick to Brian Flores, uh, incorrect. Brian, uh, that Bill Belichick was texting. He congratulated Flores on, uh, getting the Giants job before Flores even interviewed and, uh, realized that it was Flores that he was texting and not Brian DeBall. Um, And, yeah, so Flores was still still had an interview, and, and Bill Belichick is congratulating Brian Dayball on getting the Giants job before Flores even interviewed. Well, along with that, uh, former Browns head coach Hugh Jackson and current Grambling State head coach Hugh Jackson came out as well and said that the Browns, did the same thing that Steven Ross did with the Dolphins. The Browns offered to pay Hugh Jackson uh, to lose uh, for his first two seasons with Cleveland. ended up only going uh, halfway through his third season before he was fired, but uh, 0-16 and 1-15 for those two seasons uh, was Hugh Jackson. So... It's a big suit for the NFL. Um, we'll have to see. We will most definitely have to see what what happens with it. Uh, I mentioned this on Monday, and it finally happened. Tom Brady officially retired. I'll, I guess I'll go over his career accolades once again. I was hoping to have Chris or uh, Mark on here to talk about him, since I have already expressed my opinion about him. Um, and his career, but uh, twenty-two years in the NFL uh, was with New England from two thousand to twenty-nineteen, and then the Bucks from twenty-twenty 2020 through twenty-twenty-one. Seven-time Super Bowl champion, uh, won Super Bowl thirty-six against the Rams, thirty-eight against the Panthers, thirty-nine against the Eagles, forty-nine against the Seahawks, fifty-one against the Falcons, and uh, fifty-three against the Rams, and then. Fifty-five against the Chiefs, uh, ten Super Bowl appearances. His three losses were uh, Super Bowl Forty-two to the Giants, Super Bowl Forty-six to the Giants, and then Super Bowl Fifty-two uh, to the Philadelphia Eagles. He's a five-time Super Bowl uh, Super Bowl MVP, three-time NFL MVP, fifteen-time Pro Bowler, six-time All-Pro. Uh, he is the all-time leader in career passing yards, eighty-four thousand five hundred twenty. He is also the all time leader in passing touchdowns, six hundred and twenty-four. Uh he has the most career wins with two hundred and forty-three. Uh career win percentage of seventy six point nine percent, two forty three and seventy-three. In the playoffs, he's a thirty-five and twenty and twelve record, uh seventy four and a half percent win percentage there. And uh career playoff stats thirteen thousand forty nine passing yards, eighty six. Passing touchdowns for the GOAT. Some surgeries here. The Eagles uh, quarterback Jalen Hurts, he had ankle surgery to, to uh, you know, clean that up from his ailment that he had during the end of the season this year. Um, should be ready for OTAs, so that's good to hear for Jalen there. Uh, the Saints offensive tackle Ryan Ramchick. He also had surgery uh, except his was on his knee. Uh, that was just a clean out. Considered minor. Should be good to go uh, relatively early in the off season. For the Rams, tight end Tyler Higby He, like the Bengals tight end uh, CJ Uzama. Both, they have MCL sprains uh, and both could play next week. I, I think it's probable that they will play. And for the Chiefs, uh, they signed wide receiver Josh Gordon to a futures deal so he will stay in Kansas City as he tries to uh, revamp his career. Okay. The, uh, the pick standings. We got one more game left. And I have clinched the pick standings championship uh, for the NFL. Went 2-0 last week. Lone Wolf the Bengals. We all were on the Rams. Um, so, yeah. It doesn't matter if Mark picks against me in the Super Bowl uh, with his Rams. Because I'm picking the Bengals anyways. Um, so, yeah. Chris is eight games back. Mark is two games back. Congrats to myself. I'm, uh, I'm going to give myself a pat on the back for that one. Best bets of the week. Went 1-1 one one last week. Uh, the over 45.5 in the Rams game was not that great. Uh, but I did plus 7 at Kansas City for the Bengals was money. Easy money. I shouldn't say it was easy. It was 21-3 uh, to three at one point. But yeah, we cashed that one. Um, so I'll have my Super Bowl bet next week. Maybe even a couple props. Okay, so Senior Ball is tomorrow. And I'm looking forward to the game. I unfortunately haven't been able to watch to, uh, any of the practices this week with school. But um, the game is tomorrow at 2.30 on NFL Network. Reese's Senior Ball here. Uh, I actually missed the East-West Shrine game last night, apparently. Did not know that game was going on. Jack Coon. Um... Oh, what is up, man? Hey, hey, hey! How's it going? Good. How's that cold weather? (laughs) It's good, dude uh we're just chilling. you know I got I, I cruised through the uh, NFL news. was about to uh, get get on to the senior Bowl preview. I don't know if you had any uh, opinions on any of the NFL news. you know, you got some hirings. Uh, Kevin O'Connell with the Vikings, Doug Peterson with the Jags.
1: Yeah, I think, uh, you know, McVeigh's got himself quite the coaching tree already for being a young coach, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And you would like to think that your ex-coach getting hired in Jacksonville is a good fit for a young quarterback, but he lost the locker room in, in Philly So I think that's a good hire from the owner's standpoint. It's somebody that he can, you know, allow to coach there for a couple years and I think is going to be a good candidate to come in and kind of stabilize the mess that is the Jacksonville Jaguar.
0: Yeah, I I think it's going to be interesting to watch some of these hires. There's a bunch of guys – it kind of feels like half the people that were hired first time head coaches, the other half second time head coaches. Uh, so Peterson and McDaniels specifically, I'm really looking forward to, to how they have changed in their second opportunity as head coaches. And I do think Doug, uh, is really rejuvenated after his year off. Um, So,
1: I think a big thing for
0: McDaniels
1: in uh, Vegas is having a veteran quarterback in Derek Carr. That's, that's somebody that whole locker room <clears throat> looks to and, and is, just seems to be a genuine person. You know, you, you think about the things he said about his teammate Ruggs. And if he can develop that relationship, I, I think it'll be different than, you know, being 32 and taking over the Denver Broncos.
0: I've been saying all along, though, I don't think Derek Carr is gonna stay.
1: (laughs) Well, I mean, at least one year unless they trade him.
0: They can trade him and re-sign Marcus Mariota. That's yeah. Uh, and then also before we get to the Senior Bowl, since you're on here, uh, I said his stats twice. Uh, once on Monday and once today. But Tom Brady, retiring. Do you want me to read all the he, stats he, again? He's
1: the GOAT. I mean, let's be honest. I, I sometimes picked at him just because everybody had already labeled him that, but he is. I mean, seven Super Bowl rings. The game is Football is different than all the other sports because you, you have to have a defense that also comes to play. Mm-hmm. But he, he has about every NFL record now. He won in New England. He showed people he could win at a different organization. I, I mean, and he's, fun, he's funny to me. The only people, the only reason you can't like him is because he won so much. <laughs> but I, I think of the retirement in itself The thing that i would talk about wouldn't be the numbers or or the wins i know that he wanted to announce it on his own and he did but it the interaction with the patriots you know he spent so many so much time (laughs) in, in new england and it was it was almost like oh yeah I forgot to add you guys and blah, 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 blah. So to me, that showed, showed how much that relationship um, frayed over the years, maybe is a good word. And I think as time heals it, he'll be more welcoming and warming to New England. But it just reminds me of the other guy that I, I think is the GOAT and is not touchable, and that's Michael Jordan. And both of them are so competitive and driven that Tom Brady was like, oh, yeah, thank you, uh, just a tidbit, in almost a 20-slide Instagram post, and he only had a little bit after the fact for the Patriots.
0: Yeah, I heard uh, Robert Kraft had a temper tantrum at the Patriots facility when he learned <laughs> that, he didn't, that Brady did not uh, include them in the messages. Uh, but, yeah, I guess I'll read his uh, numbers for the third time this week. Yeah. Um, 22 years was with the Patriots 2000 to 2019, the Bucks 2020 to 2021. Seven times Super Bowl champ, Super Bowl uh, 36 against the Rams, 38 against the Panthers, 39 against the Eagles, 49 against the Seahawks, 51 <clears throat> against the Falcons, 53 against the Rams, and 55 against the Chiefs. Uh, got your Rams twice, Mark.
1: <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Uh, and he, and he, and he beat him. They might a, have been they might have been, practice, they might have been filming the practice of one of those. But and he you know would
0: And he beat him in in two separate cities. <laughs> he beat the St. Louis Rams and the LA Rams. Yeah, he did. He did. Um, ten Super Bowl appearances overall. His three losses: uh, forty-two to the Giants, forty-six to the Giants, and fifty-two to the Eagles. Uh, Five-time Super Bowl MVP, three-time NFL MVP, 15-time Pro Bowler, uh, six-time All-Pro, all-time leader in career passing yards, 84,520. All-time leader in passing touchdowns, 624. Most career wins with 243. uh, His overall record, 243 and 73. That's a uh, 76.9%. Winning clip. Uh, in the playoffs, 35-12 and 12 record. That's 74.5%. Uh, 13,049 yards and 86 touchdowns in the playoffs. So, yeah, pretty good.
1: So, before <laughs> we move on from him, before we, I have a question, and I, I, don't, I didn't get to see it. But uh, with Flores' prime, Flores allegations, mm-hmm. when he talks about being on the yacht, and there's a quarterback that Stephen Ross wants him to talk to, do you think that is Tom Brady or do you think that is Deshaun
0: Watson? Uh, Deshaun Watson. Uh, Stephen Ross was a big. Proponent of wanting the Dolphins to trade for Deshaun, and Flores was like, "No, I I like Tua." That was, that was pretty much the conversation, as far as I know.
1: I I just wondered if there was a slim chance that it was Brady because it was you know when he joined the Bucks, it was the summer that he joined the Bucks. Warm weather, they had decent defense. I didn't think it was, but I, I wondered if there was a chance.
0: Yeah. Uh, a lot of stuff going on with the Flores thing right now. Um, but, yeah, uh, Mark, pick standings. I, I have clinched the pick standings um, with my lone wolf of the Bengals last week. I am now two games up on you with only the Super Bowl left.
1: Are you gonna? Well, we're not revealing them yet. I'm re, I'm excited about the Super Bowl. I could care less, honestly. I'm a Rams fan, but they left St. Louis. I don't care who wins because I'm a huge Joe Burrow fan. You already guys know that I told you he was the MVP this season.
0: Yeah, uh, it it's funny because you know both teams can win their first championship. The L- yep. the L A Rams have never won a Super Bowl. <laughs> yep. Uh, but yeah, so we got the senior bowl here. Um, like I said, I was, I, I wasn't able to watch any of the practices, um, this week, but I have been hearing some stuff as I went along and, and, uh, how some guys were doing down there in mobile, but, uh, I listed out a bunch of guys from each team uh, the national team, coached by the Jets, the American team, coached by the Lions. Uh, I listed a bunch of those guys on Monday, of who I like from each team there. And before I talk about some of those guys, uh, it's crazy when you look at it. The national team has won four of the last five, which is just weird, <laughs> you know. <laughs> the last two, uh, yeah, the last two have been decided by. Four combined points. So we'll see if we'll see if we get a close game. Uh, if the other two All Star games that have already finished uh, are an indication, someone is going to win the Senior Bowl twenty-five to twenty-four because both the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl and the East-West Shrine Game both finished twenty-five twenty-four. Just <laughs> some weird stuff going on. Uh, but anyways, tomorrow at 2.30 on NFL Network, uh, they, Jim Nagy, the, uh, director of the Senior Bowl, executive director, uh, he tweeted out the, uh, team awards, and I just listed, uh, awards on mine with the guys that I had written down, so, national team, uh, Two guys got awards that were on my list. Kenny Pickett won uh, the top quarterback for the national team. That's voted on by defensive players uh, of that team. And then, interestingly enough, Christian Watson, the wide receiver from North Dakota State, he won top wide receiver for the national team. I was very surprised about that um, because the national team has guys like Khalil Shakir from Boise State, uh, Romeo Dobbs from Nevada, and Jahan Dotson from Penn State. Uh, but FCS, man, Christian Watson getting it done this week apparently.
1: Huh. I I, uh, I find it funny that our man from Pitt, who we both think is a pretty good quarterback, now all the talk is how big is his hands. Oh, they're not big enough. Not big enough.
0: And they didn't measure him at the, at the Senior Bowl. He declined.
1: Oh, he declined, yeah. Uh, and he said he was going to do some mobility stretches and then then get measured at the combine. Hey, man, <laughs> does it help in the NFL to have really big hands? Sure. But that kid's pretty darn good. He plays in cold weather in Pittsburgh.
0: Well, you know, who, who was it that they said about that uh, – Last year or two years ago? I I, I don't remember.
1: They said it about someone and I forgot.
0: Uh, but yeah, anyways, for the uh, American team, guys that got awards from me, or from four, guys that got awards that are on my list anyways. Uh, top linebacker, Damone Clark from LSU, which I thought that was a very – uh, the the American team has a really stacked set of linebackers. Uh, I think both teams actually are very good at linebacker, but uh, the American team—I don't know if you looked at the rosters or not, Mark—but the American team is pretty much the SEC. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. It's got Auburn, Georgia, Florida, Kentucky. But yeah, the linebackers for the American team that I have listed, anyways. DeMarco Jackson from Appalachian State, really good uh, small school guy. Uh, Quay Walker and Channing Tyndall from Georgia. Um, and then Damone Clark. So I thought maybe it was going to be Quay or Damone, and Damone ended up getting it. So uh, Top quarterback for the American team, I was disappointed. It was Malik Willis uh, from Liberty. You know, I wanted to go to Bailey Zappi, but uh, Malik got it done there, so. But, yeah, now it's like, so Kenny Pickett won the top quarterback for the National, Malik Willis for the American, and now it's like, that's the conversation. Who is the number one? Is it Pickett or is it Willis? We have uh, two and a half months to figure that out, so. Uh, top running back for the American squad, that was Brian Robinson Jr. from Alabama. Uh, you know, at least Alabama got one win uh, over Georgia, you know, because he was fighting against James Cook for for that award. <laughs> and then... Uh, I'll, take the, I'll take the win that we had this year. <laughs> and then for, uh, I think... The top wide receiver on the American team was also kind of surprising, but at the same time, in terms of talent, I agree with it. Um, Calvin Austin III from Memphis. Diminutive, diminutive guy. 5'7 and three 3'8, 173 is Calvin Austin. <laughs> but, man, can he burn. Uh, yeah. Yeah really like him he's going to be one of the top slot receivers in the draft this year but anyways that those were the awards um, and for anyone that doesn't know about college all star games the game really doesn't matter none of the scouts are at the game uh, it's the week of practice when guys are going one on one against each other uh, oh, yeah. That's what it really oh, yeah. is about. Um, but, you know, I I like to watch the game anyway. I wish
1: I, wish I could have been down there. I know you wish you could, too. <laughs> I offered. <laughs> I don't know if I didn't take a new job.
0: Uh, but, yeah, there's uh, – I guess I'll run down the list of guys that I'm looking forward to watching tomorrow again. Uh, on the national side here – uh, defensive backs Kobe Bryant from Cincinnati Joshua Williams from Fayetteville State uh, North Carolina too. yeah him him and Gregory Jr. I don't know anything about I just put them on my list because they're small school D3 I'm guessing um, I, I'm i not sure I've never heard of Fayetteville State nor have I heard of uh, Wachita Baptist either uh, where Gregory Jr. is from. Oh,
1: oh Wachita Baptist?
0: Yeah. O-U-A-C-H-I-T-A. Uh, yeah,
1: that's, that's Midwest. It's either Arkansas, Texas, or Oklahoma.
0: Uh, and then also defensive back. Obviously, I list all the Penn State and Georgia players. So. Uh, Tariq Castro-Fields, though, one of the top safeties in the draft. Uh, defensive line, Myjai Sanders for Cincinnati. Uh, Haskell Garrett for Ohio State. And Arnold Ebikidi from Penn State. Uh, I think Katie has a chance to be sort of like uh, Odafe Owe. Except that Ebikidi had a lot of sack production this year transferring over from Temple. Uh, linebackers, Terrell Bernard for ba- from Baylor. Mike Rose from Iowa State. Jesse Lucetta from Penn State, uh, Devin Lloyd from Utah, and Chad Muma from Wyoming. I think Muma is a sleeper. Those Wyoming guys are always sleeper. Like Logan Wilson's from Wyoming. Uh, AFC champion linebacker with the Bengals right now in his second season. Uh, offensive lineman. Massive dude here. Daniel Fa'alele from Minnesota. His measurable, six 6'8 and an eighth, 387. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Wow. He uh, he, almost broke the he almost broke the scale. He almost broke the scale. But he's a tackle. He is a tackle at, at that size. Left tackle, even. Uh, and also a tackle, Trevor Penning from Northern Iowa. Very good FCS player. Uh, Punter, Jordan Stout from Penn State. Uh, And then the quarterbacks, Desmond Ritter from Cincinnati, Kenny Pickett from Pitt, uh, and Carson Strong from Nevada. Again, I love Carson Strong, too, just like Kenny Pickett. Uh, But I made a note of this on Monday when I listed these guys. It's what what size do you want? Because all three quarterbacks are around 6'3". But then... The weight is the big difference for these guys. Uh, Ritter is 207, Pickett's 217, and then Strong is 226. That's exactly why he has the Big Ben comparison. <laughs> yeah, Except I'd say so. Except Big Ben in his later years is more pushing 240. <laughs> <laughs> uh, running backs for the national team, Hassan Haskins from Michigan, Tyler Beatty from Missouri, and Jerome Ford for Cincinnati Uh, Beatty also very small uh, 5'7 and 3 quarters 199 Um, but he is the all time leading rusher in the SEC so Uh, tight ends Uh, this the national team is loaded at tight end Trey McBride from Colorado State the Mackey award winner Charlie Kohler from Iowa State, Cole Turner from Nevada, and Jake Ferguson from Wisconsin. I mean, that is that is just ridiculous at uh, tight end for that team. And they're all big. All over 6'3". Uh, wide receivers for national team. Khalil Shakir from Boise State. Romeo Dobbs from Nevada. Christian Watson from North Dakota State, and Jahan Dotson from Penn State. For the uh, American team here, guys that I like, defensive backs Roger McCreary from Auburn, uh, Darian Kendrick from Georgia. Defensive line, uh, Zachary Carter from Florida, Jermaine Johnson II from Florida State, Devontae Wyatt from Georgia, Josh Pascal from Kentucky, and Cam Thomas from San Diego State. Uh, I really like Cameron Thomas. He is—he was a force in the Mountain West this year. Big number ninety-nine. Uh, fullback, Connor Hayward from Michigan State. Yes, they do have fullbacks in the All-Star game.
1: I love—I was about to say that I love fullbacks, even though a lot of teams don't use them anymore. But I love fullbacks.
0: Uh, linebackers for American team, DeMarco Jackson, Appalachian State, Quay Walker from Georgia, Channing Tindall from Georgia, and Damone Clark from LSU. Uh, offensive line, Jamari Salier from Georgia, Justin Schaefer from Georgia, Darian Kennard from Kentucky, and Cade Mays from Tennessee by way of Georgia.
1: <laughs> Darian Kennard's pretty darn good.
0: I had never even heard Justin Schaefer, uh, for us. Uh, so, I.
1: I have. I mean, I haven't either. I think some of these guys are trying to get noticed that they didn't get a lot of playing time.
0: Yeah, and you know, Cade Maze is a traitor. So, yeah, good for him <laughs> though. He left. T- he left, and we and we, we won without him. So. <laughs> Shouldn't have left. Uh, kicker. Cameron Dicker from Texas. He's got a massive leg. Uh, so does punter Jake Kamarta Jake Camarda, Jay Camarda yes, is does. amazing. From Georgia. Quarterbacks Malik Willis from Liberty, Bailey Zappi from Western Kentucky, and Sam Howell from North Carolina. And uh, I made this note as well. When you look at the differences between the quarterbacks from the American and the national team, if you want a tall quarterback, you should have been at the national team practice because all those guys are 6'3". you want a short quarterback, you go to the American practices because all these guys are six foot Around there. <laughs> uh, running backs, Brian Robinson Jr. from Alabama, Damian Pierce from Florida, and then James Cook from Georgia. Tight ends, Isaiah Likely from Coastal Carolina, and uh, Greg Dulcich from UCLA. And then wide receivers, Calvin Austin III from Memphis, uh, Reggie Robertson Jr. from SMU, Jalen Tolbert, local kid, South Alabama, uh, and then Vilas Jones Jr. from Tennessee, and Dontario Drummond from Ole Miss. Those are the guys that I like, anyways, on both rosters. Um, A lot of other guys. As I said, there's already been two. All-star games that happened uh, the NFLPA Collegiate Bowl looks like Cam Cam Kelly had or Cole Kelly from uh, Southeastern Louisiana had himself a good day 12 of 17 150 in a touchdown and then uh Nichols State Dejon Dixon uh, the wide receiver six catches 131 yards and a touchdown for uh, the American team in that Showdown. Of course, they don't have defensive stats on ESPN. That's cool. Uh, East West Shrine Game. That was last night. Actually, I missed it. I was out with some law school people. But uh, interestingly enough, EJ Perry, or at least that's what it says. I don't. I don't. That can't be right. Of course, they screwed up the the quarterback for the East West Shrine Game. Uh, but if that is his name uh 13 of 18 241 and three touchdowns uh he would be from it looks like it looks like brown but I don't I don't know yeah Jack Cohn played in that game so did Brock Purdy Dustin Crum, uh some of the quarterbacks playing in that one but yeah that is the that's the senior Bowl um, I don't have a slide for the Pro Bowl, but we'll talk about that real quick. Uh, Pro Bowl on Sunday. That is at uh, 3 p.m. Eastern, ABC, ESPN. AFC apparently favored by one. Uh, yes, you can bet on the Pro Bowl. I would not, but. <laughs> the AFC's won four out of the last five. And uh, they've been pretty close. It looks like, except for 2019 was a 19-point affair. The NFC back in 2013, though, uh, because that was the last game before they switched to the stupid, like all-star draft kind of thing, where they had Dion and whoever else drafting players, uh, and then reinstated the NFC AFC thing in 2017. But the last time the NFC won was 2013 and they crushed the AFC 62 to 35. So I think the AFC is going to win more than likely. They have the better quarterbacks. Uh even though Mac Jones is playing in this game. So yeah. The NFC won uh, the All-Star, the, the Pro Bowl skills showdown.
1: Skills challenge.
0: Last yeah. night. Um, they crushed the AFC. It was 6-1, uh, to one, I believe.
1: Did you see the fast the, the dash where Tyreek Hill like, even just doubled? He didn't even try. He didn't.
0: Because I was, was like, bro. He was
1: goofing around, and Mike, Micah Parsons gave it everything he had. And then afterwards I don't know if you heard the mic'd up version, but Micah was laughing. He's like, I guess you didn't want to win this, you let me win.
0: Bro, I was like Tyreek can smoke all three of those guys.
1: Oh, we all know he can.
0: Uh but Micah did did surprise me that he beat Chub. I was like dang I
1: didn't I didn't realize Micah was that fast until last night, I'm not gonna lie.
0: Yeah, I think he ran a 4-4 at the Combine. Uh, low 4-4. Maybe even high 3-4-3s. Three, um, who was the other... Oh, Trayvon. Trayvon Diggs was the other NFC guy that ran that. He wasn't even close to Chubb and Parsons. Uh, but yeah, I was impressed with uh, Justin Jefferson winning the, the dodgeball... Uh, yeah, it was it him against? You Chubb. see that one catch? I, yeah, was it was it him against Chubb at the end? I think I think that's who was left on the AFC.
1: Chubb Chubb is a straight athlete, man. He can do a lot of things.
0: Well, we can go back to Parsons too in dodgeball. Did you see him whipping the ball? I mean, yeah, bro, <laughs> he was throwing think, it straight line. <laughs> I think uh, I think
1: that's one of the best things that they added was was dodgeball. He was throwing frozen
0: ropes. And the fact that it's the last event and it's worth three, they always set it up where the team that's down can come back like the AFC was when they were down three to one. Um, and Russell Wilson also last night, uh, he was just money in the precision passing. Pro Bowl record, 29 points.
1: Yeah, he's auditioning for
0: teams. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I don't even know who's playing the Pro Bowl because so many guys always opt out. Um, but it's nice, you know that that it gives a lot of chances to some guys that didn't initially make the roster, um, getting named on their record, you know that they were a Pro Bowler. So doesn't it doesn't say on their record that they were a pro bowl alternate, just says pro bowl. So. <laughs> okay. Next Friday is a monumental show. Uh It's episode 73 of the Friday show. This is true. Uh, <laughs> but it's also the big game. We we're going to have some some guests on Mark Um, we're going to have Alex from, uh, Full Slate Podcast. He's going to be on possibly, uh, I'm still working on him. I need, need him to get back to me, but possibly even, uh, the creator of the maps, Troy Hermo might be on as well. Uh, Um, Betting Guru are both of those men. So we'll see. We'll see if we can get them both on. Uh, hopefully, you and Chris will be back on. Uh, you should be talking about the last game of the season. So, uh,
1: what's that? What's that game? What's the name of that game again?
0: Uh, I think it's called Super Bowl Fifty Six. Yes, sir. <laughs> when the Bengals win their first Super Bowl and limit my teams that I can be a GM for. <laughs> Cincinnati. Jackpot, uh,
1: Joe, baby.
0: <laughs> that is a show for today. Nice, little under an hour show here. I was scared, dude. I like Be- it before you came on. I was looking at my phone. I was like, dude, I'm already through NFL news and it's 4:15. <laughs> I was like, good <laughs> lord. <laughs> uh, that's how I do the you know solo shows. So. Happy you came on. Thank you all for watching. Don't forget to follow us on all our social media at FAA Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Uh, FAApodcast.com is our website. You can check us out here on YouTube, Facebook, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, etc. All right, Mark. Let's uh, watch the future Steelers quarterback tomorrow.
1: (laughs) I like it. I like it.